what's going on? It's your man Ashford J. Thomas, one third of the Honestly and Truly podcast. First and foremost, I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I want to let everyone know you can be part of the show. I'm talking about giving your live opinion with me, Jermaine, and Hottie anytime you want to. All you got to do is hit us up at Honestly and Truly Podcast at gmail.com or slide on up in the DM on Instagram at Honestly and Truly Podcast. Or you can hit me up on my personal Instagram at Ashford JT. We can't wait to listen to your honest and true opinion make sure you share and repost and support the podcast so we can get more followers and more listeners and be bigger and better all right that's enough from me but let's get on into the show holla i just wanted to remind the audience that the only thing more frightening than watching a black man be honest in america is being an honest black man in america sorry for the interruption please continue What's going on? This man Ashford J. Thomas, one third of the world-renowned podcast, mm-hmm. honestly and truly. Your boy to my left, right here, is Mr. Hottie Williams. Introduce yourself. What's happening? Uh, yeah, Hottie Williams, aka Calabasas Slim. Eastside, Eastside Calabasas. They have an idea, but We don't even have gay communities there. Let me tell you that we don't have them on. That's how real it gets. <laughs> it was just real like, over there, but yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's real, real over there. Yeah. It's real. No gates, cut. <laughs> no gates. <laughs> no gates, cut. I walk right up to my door. <laughs> Jay Small, say what's up to people. What's up, y'all? Jay Small, Jermaine Small, aka. All right, all right. We got a couple of guests today. One guest is my man Lou Lewis. Say what's up to people. Hey, what's up, people? Well, tonight we're actually speaking about a very, very sensitive topic, especially in the black community. We're talking about black men who actually channel their inner Tiger Woods. Black men who channel their inner Michael B. Jordan. Oh, don't do Mike like that. What, what Mike? Like that? I can't do Mike like that. If you're not, if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, what am I talking about, Jay Small? Some of them niggas that like it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get into it. I'm sorry. I, let me apologize. I'm, I'm actually trying to stop saying it. You are? Yeah. I, I feel like there's no really, there's no good. I like saying it. I've been saying it all my life. Oh, no, life. It doesn't really come out of that. I kind of retired it from my vocabulary for the most part. I know, but yeah. some things just sound much better. Sure. I understand what you mean. <laughs> if I want to say, grab the different context. I like <laughs> men that didn't like girls. <laughs> it don't sound the same with it's niggas that they white bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Say Negro. <laughs> Negro. 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 How about N-word? I'm going to start with N-word. N-word. Shut up, N-word. Right. You're right. That's my N-word. That's the same level of emphasis, though. I got to be just a sword. N-word, what? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, definitely, man. We want to get into it. But what's very interesting is that, I mean, I think we're all going to admit that every brother on here is kind of like indulged on the other side of the you know what I'm saying? Even though I love my black women, you might have. And has everyone stepped over? Let me let me ask that. Has everyone stepped over? I mean, I've definitely bought a lot of shares in that company. <laughs> <laughs> Diverse by my portfolio. A lot extensive resume in that, but that's just because I'm an equal opportunist. You know what I'm saying? I'm a civil rights activist. I am just saying free at last and taking to my own top and all that good stuff. You know, when you say indulge. Indulge. 
You gotta be specific about it though. <laughs> have, have, we, have we have we okay, it's a different there's there's like you know, there's we hung out. We okay. You know, there's dated, mm-hmm. liked her, met her mom, you know what I'm saying? Has like, any white girl mm-hmm. met your mom? Mm. Look, look, look. That place is a lot of I'm just, I mean it, I mean it in this way. From Atlanta. Uh-huh. I went to an HBCU. Yes. In Which Washington, HBCU? In Washington, D.C. Mm. At a time when it was still Chocolate City. Mm. Okay. And when, and, and when I graduated, I was a grown-ass man. And I, I wouldn't have had it, wouldn't have, I had a chance to, like, get to know a white girl for real, for real, for real. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I lived in Alaska for a half a year, but I had a black girlfriend when I was uh, Howdy Williams, you were another brother that grew up around nothing but white people. You're probably the only black brother. White. You probably didn't get white. your hairline straightened until <laughs> you were 18. I didn't have a, a real, a you real, didn't have a real hairline until you were 18. Until you were 18. Well, I guess what we're saying is, yes, I did grow up around a lot of uh, white folks. White people? White people, certainly white, certainly white women. Um, ironically, though, my first girlfriend was Asian. Asian. Uh, if we really want to take it all the way back, you want to spe- you want to specify? Well, I mean, this is this goes all the way back to uh, no, no. To where, 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 where's, where's your front? What part? She was Korean. Korean. Okay, she was Korean because the Filipino. You know. What? You know, you know who's Asian? But we don't always like, credit for this being Asian. Oh. Middle Eastern people, dog. Yeah. Mm. Like people from I mean, India, they're Asian. Sure, yeah, it's yeah, the continent of Asia. Sure, yeah, technically they're like yeah, Asian, right. South Asian. Um, but no, she was Korean. But this was like this is this is kindergarten stuff. This was like oh wait, how far back? All the way back. What the hell? Hey, Williams, what the hell? Okay, okay, okay. Who's on my little relationship? Smashing, like smashing, and all that. So I've never been in a relationship. Mm. Um, I have engaged. Engaged? Oh, okay. Engaged. Engaged. Indulged. Indulged. Uh, took. Consummated the, uh, the relationship, so to speak. Uh, but no, never seriously dated. Mm. Uh, uh, majority owner. <laughs> <laughs> majority yeah. shareholder. Uh, yeah, I have. Is, there, uh, is it a preference? Is it? it? No, my experience is that I think a lot of people... Uh, it's easier for them to say it's preference. I think a lot of women, it's, it's okay to be like, mm, he's one of those. You know, I think it's like, but for me, my honest truth is that I am the kind of person where I like what likes me. So I was attracted to women who were attracted to me. I had my preferences, but those didn't always line up. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you didn't get any play from black women? Not as easy. Like, black women definitely made me jump through a lot of hoops. And especially when I got to America. Like, growing up in Haiti, like, that island's, like, 90% black. So, like, mm. the locals, it was crazy, because I went to American school, so the local women wouldn't give me no play. No Because you know, I wasn't, like, it would, they could just tell there was a distance. Mm, you know? no I couldn't speak that authentic crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I could say a few sentences. There was a different flavor on you. Yeah, the minute I kept talking, they're like, wait a minute. Your mm-hmm. crowd's a little too, like, mm-hmm. so, so they don't, they don't like, they don't yeah. like, Americanized Haitians? They, not when I was growing up, not like that. Like when I went back to Haiti, like as an adult, like when I went back when I was like 25, oh yeah, I was getting looks for sure. Like mm-hmm. then it, it was the reverse effect. <laughs> so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. um, that was different interesting. But when I was going to school, like, yeah, like we actually used to like make fun of each other. 
because I went to a school where there's Americans, like Amer- like like missionaries. Mm. So like that's white as you can get, like right, missionary right. kids, and we go to the clients and say, "Oh man, you go grow up, you go be a white girl, be a big never man, white white girl, never man, they call me blah blah blah." But first girl I was ever really like trying to date was black. Uh, she was mixed with Japanese and black, but like she was like the same complexion as me. Blazing, mm-hmm. blazing. Um, oh man, she was beautiful. Ah, uh, it's like yeah. And then um, after that, other black girl also. And then when I got to college, it was like, I went to school in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I went from being in a 90% situation of black people to being a 3% right, of right, black people. Right. So then it became like, okay, now you, like, it was the kind of black where you would see each other and you would definitely check in the, hey man, how you going? Because I read these, I didn't see them black so, so, so do you feel like, because I have an opinion about this. Sure. I want to see if, if my, my opinion matches your experience. Okay. Would you say that white women have sexualized you? Um, yes. And is, could that be could that be a reason why you are more open? Well, you you're open to it, or you have more experiences, rather? You know, it's not like a fetish, though. Like I, I'm not. I'm trying to think of all the girls I dated. If any of them were like, oh, I I only date black men. Like I feel like for some reason I don't know what this is, but something about blonde girls. It's like I guess because we're in my mind, we're on the polar ends of the spectrum. Right. So there's this weird attraction. Because anytime you see a black dude with a white girl, nine times out of ten, she's blonde. You see Tiger Woods, he's blonde. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you go down the Rolodex of all the, the black men with OJ Simpson, which, which I don't know why we're using him, but of all the questions, would you say we sexualize them as well? Yes, in a sense, but again, it's not to me. I don't think it's a fetish thing. I definitely think there's a there's a natural comfort and attraction there, but it might be based on like the lack of contact. I think because it's like you don't see them around a lot. There's this weird attraction of like, oh, okay, like you're almost on the opposite end of that spectrum for me. And I think there's a it's a we. I, I really don't know how to explain it. Also, I think that like my experience has been for white women. I was always black enough. Mm-hmm. Like I would get to black women and they I try to talk to Holly mm-hmm. and they'd be like, Oh, you don't have this cut, you don't talk like this, you talk different, you talk proper. I heard that a lot. Like, oh I used to be proper. So you were a good you were a good guy, you weren't thug enough. Yes, exactly. I was mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't carry those credentials. I didn't have that See, rap. I'm I'm of the opinion that um black women are are harder on us. But I think being black just makes you in this country just makes you a hard on person. Harder. Sure. Off person, but with that being said, I feel like black women love you in a way that, like, and I've never dated outside my race. Right. You, you know? just kicked it. You just, <laughs> just went over there and said, "Hey, I'll be right back, right back." Right. I'll be right. Let me let me get back just right back. I'll be right back. I'm gonna tell you why. Just a bottle of tea. I'm gonna go holler right quick. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. But you know, when it comes to love, because I feel like you know, sometimes we forget that, like. When, when you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. it also involves how you feel about them, right? As opposed to just how you fuck them, you know what I'm saying? But um, I do feel like black women, like the way they, they that soul, that soul connection is insane, bro. And I mean, right? It's definitely uh, a chemistry there that I can't deny. I can't get anywhere else. Um, I love black women. I'm not married. Um, I'm pretty sure I will. Marry black woman, because I'm just used to black shit. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> to say that, I would say it's a shared experience. That's what you're it's a, yeah, it's a culturally shared experience that you can't find elsewhere. And I think that 
uh, a couple of things to piggyback off of what you said. I very much understand that experience of not being considered black enough. Um, and certainly coming from Calabasas is something that I have dealt with and encountered. And then going the drastic opposite of that and attending Howard University, it was very much a indoctrination of everything black. Mm -hmm. And so I think it- And, and like, there was a lot of people who were like you. Who mm -hmm. had those absolutely. Never absolutely. absolutely. I was a minority. It was like, you was a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I grew up right behind HBCU. Uh, in the backyard of HBCU, North Carolina A&T, Greensboro, North Carolina. So going to Howard, I had seen this all before. I thought it was an A&T everywhere. You know, it was a shock to me. I was like, oh, what? Y'all ain't got nothing over there in County? Y'all ain't got nothing over there in Connecticut? Why? Well, I, <laughs> I assume Connecticut and Wyoming. I can see that. But, uh, you know, I thought it was. Okay, those are the facts. I know y'all didn't have anything. What's that HBCU in North Dakota? Right, right, right. What about three books? But you know what's so funny? I want to circle back because Jay Small, we, we definitely have another guest, um, a guy that actually is from Augusta, Georgia, uh, went to HBCU, and he is now marrying outside of his race. I'm going to let oh, you. Boy. Uh, Are we about to bring him on? I want to bring him on because I want him to hear some stuff. I'm saying some juicy stuff, but I want him to hear it as well and uh, hear his feedback because Lou and him have a different background. <laughs> But still, we, we have similar, Jay Small and I have right. similar backgrounds, so. Yo, what's, what's going on? What's yo, yo, so we're sitting right here, and we're in the middle of the conversation. We have my man, Lou Lewis, Holly Williams, Jay Small. Lou Lewis just said something there. Well, give a little background about yourself right quick, please. All right, uh, a little background about myself. I'm uh, Brandon Coleman. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, CLT. I'm a young professional holding it down, and I've had a biracial conversation, and that's most definitely most definitely uh now my man lou lewis grew up in a community where he said sometimes he felt like he wasn't was it black enough yeah. not even necessarily felt was told yeah definitely was directly informed yeah. you're not black enough and i think there's a very big difference there yeah now b i know you come from uh come from a black community Went to a black HBCU, lose experience definitely different. Did you ever feel like that yourself? Man, I felt like that, even within my own family. Mm. Yeah, uh, so um, luckily I was fortunate enough you know, to be, I guess, middle class or lower middle class, and the rest of my family was kind of struggling. So, you know, I was just a rich kid and wasn't black enough. So I had to fight that stigma, not only through school, but kind of through uh, my own family. So it took me a while to kind of. Uh, And do you feel like that influenced your dating choices at all? Um, no, not really. I think uh, it's just interesting for me. Uh, I think what influenced it a little bit more is just like uh, with dating within my race, I always feel like I have to uh, put on, uh, I guess, a little bit more um, or be a, a, a certain stereotype. And, you know, outside of uh, my race, I feel like um, I'm more comfortable in my own skin, and I don't feel the need to try to be uh, extra all the time, if that makes some sense. Damn, Luke said something very interesting. He said he, when he dated outside his race, he always felt black enough. Always. Well, it's, it's also not that I just felt black enough, it's that I was just accepted as black. 
because to them, black wasn't about how I acted. To them, black was just how I looked. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, well, you look black, so you're black. And then everything I did beyond that was what black people do. Like, it was never like, oh, because now you're black, you have to listen to this music, you have to dress like this. Like, whatever music I listened to, it was just accepted. Whatever way I dressed, it was just accepted. Because to them, they were only saying black was my color. That's what black identified, not my culture, not who I am. Black was just the color of my skin. And then everything I did after that was just what I did. You see what I'm saying? Versus I felt like uh, when I got here, it was like, oh, well, now that you're here and now that you look black here, you're going to have to start acting like you're black. And I was like, wait, this is something I got to act like I am also? Like, this is just more to than this is? It's like, going out this, is a, this is a lot, you know? Like, and, and I feel like what's crazy about that also is that like society almost teaches you to not do those things, to make it and survive. And then now it's being like, well, if you want to be accepted, then you got to do these things that if you do them outside or at the wrong times, they're going to ostracize your alienation. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to say blackness is wearing your pants sagging and being all like that, yeah, but when you want to get a job, that's not going to, that's not going to look. You know what I'm saying? So then now you're having to learn how to code switch. How, like, in these certain times, I got to be this, and I got to be like this, and I got to jump over here and jump over like that. When I was like, where I came from, we were all Haitian. You know what I'm saying? And then money was the thing that really created the vibe between us. But the color of our skin, other than the shades of black, it was like, yeah, but, yeah, I'm darker than you, so you think you're better than me? But I think we have some, um, we definitely have some, some issues with our own, you know, yeah. but I do think, you know, and this is not a, this is not a diss to anybody that hates outside their race by any means, because I truly believe we can help people fall in love with it. Right, true. I truly true. believe that, you Agreed. know what I mean? But, um, with that being said, I'm, 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 I'm a bit intentional about being within my race, mm -hmm. but I'm also intentional about being myself within it. Because okay. you know it's important that we start to real we we know this already, but we don't often move in the spirit of treating each other like we're not one monolithic one society. Mind, absolutely, you know what I mean? yeah. We, yeah, we are different, and, and we may have a shared experience in America. We may be from the same community, and we've seen the same kind of shit go down in our lives. But I may have grew up watching comic reading comic books and shit in my hood, mm -hmm. ghetto ass apartment. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Project building or whatever, while you were learning how to cook and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we did those things, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But we just we don't talk about those things enough. And it's interesting, I think that uh, you bring up a good point about not being a monolith. Because I say, just as we as, as black men are certainly not a monolith, I found in my experience in dating black women the very same thing. I've dated women who were from the inner city who kind of carried that with them very strongly and women with complete opposite of that. When you say and they were hood as hell hybrids, that's the same. <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> but even a, even a hood chick, man, like, you know, I mean, hood chicks now, hood people now are just different, but like younger people are mm -hmm. like different, sure, sure, you know, sure. but hood people, ghetto ass ratchet chicks, they, if you get to know some of them, yeah. you know what I mean? They own some different stuff. They actually have interests that might align with things that you are yeah, interested absolutely. in. Mm -hmm. But I do agree that we do put too much on each other. Like, you're going to have a certain swag. You're going to have a certain appeal, a certain yeah. look. And, and I respect your touch doing that because that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, like, when, when I'm dating, I, I think what we do as, as a race is we, we, we tend ourselves down into a certain box where, hey, if you don't have this swag, if you're not thug enough, or 
bitch. Hey, I don't think I'm Tommy. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times you feel like you have to fit in certain, in that, that particular stereotype or that box. And if you're not, then, you know, they kind of just push you to the side until somebody fits that box. Well, well, let me be clear. It's, I don't necessarily fully agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm more so saying, like, for black women, it just takes, for black people, for black people, I mean, it's not just black women, for black people, it is a little harder. It's, it's, a, it's a little harder to, to fight to fight to be yourself in a relationship sometimes. It's just harder. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I, sometimes we argue about shit, that, and I'm like, and I know if I was, able to, if I was married to a white woman, I wouldn't have to deal with that shit. But I also know, because I, I, I deal with this, I've dealt with this, I also know that like, when I'm on the air, when I'm on the airline, getting yelled at by a flight attendant, you know, in Utah, for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. and I tell my, my black wife, mm. "Hey, babe, right. this should happen to me." She knows, like, there's a there's a connection. Understand it. And yeah, mm-hmm. the white lady is just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. She's just being an asshole. It doesn't mean she's racist, but she understands that, like, my my wife understands that, like. Even though she may not necessarily be racist, she may just be an asshole. I know what that feels like, right? Like, mm-hmm. Because it's a white woman mm-hmm. saying this shit to you for no fucking reason. Now, mm-hmm. I got a question has it ever flipped where, because I've been in a certain situation where I felt as though because they know it happens, it's more, almost like a get over it. But yes, they were racist. But what else you going to do now? You no. got to keep going. I've had that happen. Where is this that's because that? you got you got bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> look, oh, all my taste. Yeah. That's, that's just me, right? Me. Right? Not because you, you look. You fuck up good shit, and you keep the shit that you shouldn't be keeping. You have some questions. You have a question with some questions. I got some. I, I, I think that's valid, and, and for me, I think that because I do know a lot of brothers who feel like the, the tropes that we hear oftentimes about black women about being difficult or being angry or being. Um, you have to put. You have to work harder. All of these things um, that I know we've all heard from brothers who date uh, other women and say that it's quote unquote um, easier. I think that it's important to acknowledge that we don't want to live in that world of, of trying to put that blanket over. Um, oh, over never, never a blanket. Um, never have that. And, and we know that there, um, between men and women, there are individuals who are going to be on extremes in either way and on either side. Right. And right. I think to approach this and look at, all right, the reality of it, I always want to say the reality of it is, even though there's this idea that all oh, black women are dating everything, I mean, black men are dating everything else but black women, that's really doing yes. that. Black like, men are still marrying I mean, more by and large, by it's like 80, 88%, I feel like, is what it was of black folks who are married are married to another black person. And so even though, I guess it seems that there are these high-profile brothers who have white women or women of other races on their arm. The the facts of it within our community doesn't support that narrative, but uh, I think that it's just very visible. Right. Um, but to, to say something about that, I actually had a discussion with my homegirl almost. She's like, uh, she's Haitian as well, mm. dark skin just like me, and she brought that to my point, my attention. She was like, "Hey, like black women, we're, we don't have the same past as black men." Because mm-hmm. even if you want to say some black men are fetishized, black women aren't fetishized like we are. Like, fetishized different. Not like that. Not like no. that size. No. We had that discussion. But to her, I was, like, I was like, it's not about the fetish necessarily. I was like, what happens is that when those black men get successful, they're elevated to another status where the amount of black women around thin, thins out. 
So it's like you win. It was both ways. For black women as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you get this level of status, and it's like all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you walk into rooms now where there are less options. So even right. if you're, that's your preference, right. you're not surrounded by as many people. So sure. it's like a lot of people you, you're yeah. around you're, what you're, you're surrounded by. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So you want to say something like, let's take Michael B. Jordan that everyone's been giving him a tough time. It's like, I'm not saying he doesn't know any other black actresses, but we know the struggle of like how many successful black actresses are are in that in on his level, like uh, compared to what he's meeting on a day. I understand, but you can find black chicks if you want to find black chicks. A hundred percent. But think about it: the guy spends all they all up in the gym. They all in the gym. It's about access. It's about access. People have access. The people that have access. My my only issue with interracial relationships are this. Because it's mainly with black people. There's always a reason why they're dating outside their race. Mm-hmm. Consistent. Consistent. If it's something that exactly. Like, well, let me ask you right quick. Hold on real quick. Go 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 I don't have a problem with people who are, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. You can't help that shit. Mm-hmm. And access often leads to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. But I do have an issue when you're like, I date this because they don't. Mm-hmm. Or because they do this, right. you know what I mean? And that's on yeah. both sides. sides. Absolutely, yeah, I agree with that. That's good. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this because you're coming from a different background than Lou. You actually went to the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural Technical State <laughs> University. He calls that HBC. Where some of the finest women have read a book. Mm-hmm. So how was your dating experience at T? Because every time I rolled by, you know, I loved it. <laughs> It's beautiful. Like I mean, it's A and T. I mean, it's uh, it's worldwide um, known for a reason because it's beautiful. Uh, black people in general, both sides of the the, the field. Um, for me, I've always dated uh, black women. It just so happens that um, I came across somebody who's a different race, and, and I actually fell in love with her. So that's for sure. I mean, it wasn't anything like I was seeking out or mm-hmm. hey, I'm, I'm against black women or anything like that. It just so happens. This is the person I clicked with, and I fell in love. Love doesn't have any colors. Right. So what ethnicity is, is your wife? Filipino. Filipino. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever dated outside the race before? No. Hmm. So, like, this was the first time, and to be honest with you, I didn't anticipate it. You know, being a long-term thing, it really thought it would be like a blink, but it just so happened mm. that things worked out that way. You were so just trying to get the draw. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for you. I have a, I have a question for you now. Do you? Um, well, I, it's hard to say because you haven't dated another other than this is the first thing. But do you feel like you get the same struggles or the same stares from other people, other black people, because you're in an interracial relationship? Yeah. What has been the backlash? Like, so like initially, you know, you would definitely get the looks, and I think more of it honestly was because I opened her door. Like, you know, black women, I think they were all right. And then they said, hold on, this nigga just opened that door. Hold up now. Oh, no, gotcha. Mm, yeah. Really dating outside my race. But, like, now I don't even notice it as much. I don't know if it's more accepted or maybe people just see that we're really down to earth and really cool. Um, that I don't feel like we get the stares or the comments like, like we used to. How was it breaking it to the family? Yes. Um, uh, but it, it just so happened I was such at a later point. 
I like him because he's black. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I struggle every day. The longer I'm here, the more I watch my childhood and my values slip away because it's like I'm not assimilating, but culturally you kind of have to mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. So then I start just thinking, to Miami. Yes. Right, right. But I think I'm in LA. You know, mm-hmm. there are Haitians out here, and there's beautiful Haitian women out here also. But that's the you know point all is yes, all trio out there. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I think to myself some days, like. People don't want to admit that, but there's a part in having children that is a is a little like egotistical. It's about cloning yourself. Mm-hmm. It's about taking. I'm gonna replicate myself because I think I'm worthy of like a duplication. So it's like I have to come to the piece that like, there's a chance that my kids might not look anything like me. You know, and not only that, mm-hmm. not only that, but they they're not gonna sound anything like me because mm-hmm. me teaching them Creole without the context of my community to really reinforce that, it's gonna be a lot yeah. harder. Yeah. It's a lot hard. I watched my friends who grew up in Miami, who still hate his community, but because they didn't grow up on Haiti and Haiti on the motherland, I, their Creole's not on point, mm-hmm. you know, or their manuscripts are not the same. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart. Sometimes I met Haitians who their parents, they don't speak a word of Creole. And I'm like, damn, like, when you can speak Creole, that's like unlocking another part of your brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that. And I'm like, wow, maybe my kids won't have that. And that kind of worries me a lot. I mean, I, I feel like that just from being from the South and moving to the West Coast that my kids won't grow up with the same, I mean, obviously language is different, different mm-hmm. but like the upbringing and the quality of life and just the morals that uh, I had just growing up in a regular neighborhood, you know, cutting grass and stuff. You tell like kids, they, they crazy, man. I still don't trust how you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know that grow like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I think that it's interesting that you say that. I mean, I think that... Um, it's inevitable. You're not going to be able to pass on all that you've experienced and all the things that you feel make you the best version of who you are to your kids in the right. same way. Right. And hopefully you'll be able to, you know, find ways in which to integrate that into their upbringing. But unquestionably, there's going to be aspects of it that are lost, that won't right. be the same. Well, um, as the only person in here who actually, like, works with kids, mm-hmm. I can tell you, um, from my experience, every generation is going to be different. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think. Can't help that. I think you know we're all '80s babies. You know, yeah. um, for the most part. And I feel like our parents had a harder life, so they were a little bit harder on us. But, but they weren't. They, they weren't as hard on us as they were as their parents were on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like. We're, I'm a millennial, but I'm, I'm like the top. We're, we're, we're at that last. Yes. We're at that last. We just slide in. Yeah, right. We, we just, just made it. In as and I'm kind of like, but but we're also part of a, a sub generation called Xennial. So we're part of Generation X too. Okay. And they're very influenced by the civil rights movement and stuff like that. So we have that like woke kind of <laughs> thing going. Mm-hmm. But we also are like we Facebook activists. But, there you <laughs> go. go. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> but but my point is. You know, when it comes to like interracial relationships like that, um, I think ultimately we're 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 I'm sorry. When it comes to like the whole children thing, mm-hmm. the whole children thing, your kids growing up in California right now might not come out like you came out. Right. Oh, I mean, I see. No, I mean, because I mean, the, the world is changing. Absolutely. Like. In ten years, people are gonna be part robots and shit. You know what I mean? Real <laughs> yeah, talk. Um, AI is happening, dog. Absolutely. You know? 
But like that's going to them growing up with that, like the kids growing up seeing a black president. They don't understand the importance of that shit the way that we do. We're like, and we don't, and we don't understand the way our grandparents right. understand. My dad used to, this is random, just to show the generational change. My dad used to always talk to me about condoms and stuff because it bugged him out because he was he was having sex before AIDS was around. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yo, you can have sex and die. <laughs> like that bugged him out because you got to think, you come from an era where that didn't happen. Like it messed him up in the head. Yo, yo <laughs> real talk, um, yeah. this is the real shit. The, the STD rate and um, like senior citizens is high as fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> they be getting it in. They be getting it in without any regard. That's it. Where are the senior citizens home, bro? No, we're talking about STD rate is high, dog. That's a real thing. It's a random tangent on that topic. I was working on a show. We were shooting a show. I was on. I was working production, and we went to um. There were families that we would go visit, and one of them was these these two old ladies. They were um basically take people watching TV shows or whatever. And they live in the senior citizens' homes. We would spend time with them there. And that exact thing came up. And there were actual notices about, hey, use protection because there was, a, this was specifically like chlamydia that was like going around. It was a real thing. I was like, wow, this is wild. These 80 year olds can do that. But I, I just thought um, that kind of pivots a little I bit. Are you burning and you eating jelly I, I wanted to say something that I think is, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> When I think about um, dating with an cultural community and specifically the black one, but it made me think about um, my man with the Filipino community about how certain cultures that are very traditional, they want to hold on to that cultural history and allowing another culture into it diminishes that. And so there's a fear of losing that. Yeah. Um, and I think that when we talk about whether it be black women who are upset about black men dating outside the race, I think underlying that is a fear that one, oh, perhaps that individual feeling that way won't find their own black man, mm. but then also a larger um, mm. collective black culture that's like it chips away at that. And I think that could be said for, for example, the Filipino community. If you have a family that says, Oh, we don't want this other in there, there's something that is lost by allowing them in. And I think that uh, not leading with a fear filled um, kind of mentality would help to kind of alleviate and foster maybe an opening up of uh, situations. See, the thing is I struggle because you're right. Like when you say you're Filipino or when you say you're Mexican or when you say you're this, it's a very specific identifier. You know what I'm saying? You know what Japanese people are like. You know what, when you say you're American, it is very Mm open-ended. Like no one really knows what Americans are or do because it's such a, it's, well, well, no, that's that's are talking about, that's, talking about that's, white America, right? But that's not all America is. And that's, that's, even, fictitious. that's a fictitious identity. Right. This idea of this one united white Americanness. Because we ask all white Americans, amalgamation of oh, I'm yeah, Irish, I'm, oh, exactly. I'm Italian American. It's like they're seeking out a culture because they realize that their white Americanness is too well, white. Well, if you go to places in the south, they don't say I'm American. Oh, yeah, American, American. Yeah. And they don't have flags outside their house. Which flags? Not, not the most old of them. And and you go to fucking small towns in New York, and to, to see that same kind of shit, small towns in Indiana, <laughs> like like that's go to those places and that's and that's what America is. Right. No, no, and then the thing about it is they'll if you ask them specifically, they'll be like they won't have an answer for that. Gotcha. Um, if, if racism 
didn't exist, do you guys feel like we would have as much motivation to uh, marry a black woman or, you know, stay within our race as far as... No, that's a big... It's a, that's a big... That's a big question. I'm, I'm more like, like, before we get onto that, but what does this cat suit thing you're talking about? Oh, so, 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 so the French, the French so, Open. So, yeah. like, so sometimes for the past few years, I think, you had the French Open, she wore like a cat suit to compete with. So like, 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 like a body suit, suit. Like a body suit. suit. Now she have like yeah, it's just a black suit. Like, okay, I, I, I have to show you. And so, so they're calling it they're calling it a cat suit. Okay, and they're saying that she can't wear that because it gets because she's kicking everybody out. So yeah, and she was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a, gonna put a tutu on that thing and wear the same thing and go out and kill. That's exactly what she did. What you say, B? Mm-hmm. I said they like the pressure pants. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like these. Okay. But all the way to here. All the way to They give her an advantage. Exactly. <laughs> How are you trying to turn that over in your mind see, right see, now? See, it's exactly. But see, shit like that mm-hmm. has happened in this country mm-hmm. for way. For, the for police ever. department was created because of us. But the Klan. The Klan. The police came from the Klan. You know what I'm saying? No, not from the From no, slave patrol. From slave patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Slave, really uh, the slave patrol. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They, uh, they, they're the reason we. Like, that's, that, that, that's our contribution. Our contribution to this country, but you know what's crazy? Yeah. This is the thing. This is what's crazy about that. Like, that's the history that you know, and you know, mm-hmm. and I'm learning about, and Ash knows. But then there are a lot of people that don't know that. Oh, no, so when you start this discussion, that's what like I feel like a lot of people like. I feel like you have to look at the white people, the millennial white people now, as if they don't know that truth. Because to them, a lot of them don't understand where this frustration and anger comes from because they're just looking at, they're, they're naively going through the world being like, well, we yeah, see black people on sure. TV, wake mm-hmm. mother, what is this, what are you mad at? We it's actually like, have to have a conversation with each other yeah. and we actually have to listen to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived in, when I lived in Alaska for five months, I got hit on every fucking day. And at first I was like, damn, I'm killing it. I'm <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm that dude. Yeah. But what I realized was, a lot of them were like sexualizing them. Mm-hmm. And, and when I realized that, I go, how are you seeing black people? We're not on TV like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we are on porns. Mm-hmm. We are in these things. Mm-hmm. We are, we are in still, like, even like, remember they had a hip hop night one time at this bar. I can't rap to save my life. Right. I walked in there and I was like, oh, oh shit, shoot, yeah. we got a real one here. Kill. 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 You see, sorry about it. Uh, not yet. No, no, it's, it's a, it's a, one of my favorite moments in the movie, a brilliant moment where it's just that like, he comes to this party and I'm like, man, get on the mic, rap. He's like, man, I can't really rap. I can't really rap. I'm like, get on the mic, get on the mic. Yeah, I sound like yeah. the 90s Houston, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, so I think, now mind you, it's a crowd full of white people like Native Alaskans, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, alright. So one dude's up there with a notebook, <laughs> mathematicals, in your mythicals, in your testicles. <laughs> you know, like, he was like rapping wall. Like, we want to be cannabis. We want to be KRS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know I was like, all right. Um, I done came down. <laughs> Y'all niggas don't know. I'm like, oh, shit, I'll try to shit like that. That's the end of this. I dropped the mic and I got a stand ovation. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what that. So it's so interesting that you say that because the way in which. We, especially black men, have been treated and viewed. It's like we're um, ostracized and feared, but at the same time, there's an intrigue 
and an attraction because it's like, ooh, they're more interesting. Ooh, they're a bit more dangerous. Ooh, they're a bit more sexually capable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes uh, kind of that stereotype that gets laid across us all collectively where you're not allowed to be your full human self. You're not allowed to read comic books or whatever because black men don't do that. Black men look mm-hmm. like this and we all rap and we all do these things. And so um, it's that same dangerous stereotype where it's like you're not allowed to be a full individual, a full human being. You're not allowed yourself how you choose to be. Well, I, I, before we, on mm-hmm. that note though, I feel like it's interesting though that I feel like culturally there are certain things that as a black person I do feel you should do and should not do because it's so much more enjoyable when you do. <laughs> I'll say because I had a story like that. It was mine wasn't rapping. Mine was dancing. When I would go out to parties and my wife would they be like, no, no, no. I had to learn how to whatever rhythm God blessed me with. I had to learn to stretch it out and really make it work for me because I would get put on the spot. I would go to parties and guys would be like, yo, man, you want dance battle? And I was like, for real? Like, I'm the last person that knows that. You know, so then when I would, it is some Cali shit. It is 100%. And that's in the 2000s, like 2002 to 2006. So that's when they're like all those like, Chris oh, Brown was man, coming man, out and like, like, oh, everyone's doing that, like, yeah. dancing. So I was like, <laughs> shit, this is what happened. Yo, I would watch videos and be like, okay, this is, you gotta, okay, okay, dope. So you just have to learn the basics, and then you just had one or two good moves, and then that would let people know you down, and you mm-hmm. win it. But then as, as the community grows, and, and you, you get older, it is very enjoyable. Like, I've, I've seen those Nigerian weddings. You know, when like they put on the music, you see everybody yeah. come out dancing. Yeah. Oh, like, they get it. Not lit. So beautiful, Not man. Like, lit. And yeah, and I went to yeah. my brother Phillips wedding, and like we were all dancing. I'm like, damn, that's. I'm so glad that I partook in that aspect of mm-hmm. black culture, if you will, because mm-hmm. that is something that instead of being like, well, I'm this and I'm not that, there are things that I think it's like, yeah, you can't deny that's part of who you are, and you should yeah. indulge in that and, and seek that out and find it because there is enjoyment in that also. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I did get a lot of flack for not being like exactly one thing, but as the time's going on, like now I'm seeing black kids ride skateboards, mm-hmm. which that to me trips me out because I remember that was not mm-hmm. my experience. But I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Black kids are into anime, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like black is starting to become something else. Yeah. And, and black has always that. been that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always been in the I think I think we're becoming more. We're accepting it about each other a lot more. Yeah. Like we're going. Oh, my kid is an anime. Yeah, and we're going and that's home. all right. And yeah. It's okay. Oh, my, my little nephew plays the piano, you know, in those classical and tap dances. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, and we've always done those things, by the way. Right. But, like, now it's, it's like, it's, it's not cool. just a special person who does right. that. It's like, right. Yeah. Well, we're combining what life is, because we all talked about or, or touched on kind of how we felt coming up. It was kind of stereotyped. Right. I think I think in our are you saying in this conversation or in just in general? I think yeah. both. I think both too. Yeah, in this conversation yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, but 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 yes, I think we are doing that. The now you know me. I got to be devil's advocate. Sure. As we redefine it, though, we have to be aware that now we're broadening what the definition is, and when you broaden something, you allow more people to have access to it. So now you watch what we would consider hip hop. Now I look at the face of hip hop and I'm like, what? Like Takashi 6ix9ine 
Like, mm. I thought he was black until I saw him. Mm. Because I've never heard someone say the N-word as comfortably as he did. Mm. And he's Mexican. And I'm mm. like, dude, that I don't care if you're Mexican, dude. You're not black. So you don't get a pass just because you're not. True. No, no, no. Fat Joe maybe would pepper in every well, now and then. Well, Takashi six nine song. This, this is a regional thing. That is a regional thing too. Because Puerto Ricans in New York. Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. like like black like, Hispanics in New York mm-hmm. will are more comfortable saying. Oh, really? Because he's from New York. Yeah. yeah Puerto Ricans and Dominicans in New York. No, no, no. Hispanics in New York. Hispanics in general. All of them. Yeah. Are, are more comfortable saying that word. I'm not saying that they all say it, mm-hmm. but in New York. Um, there are big, you'll, you'll find a higher percentage of Hispanic people who, who are who use that word more loosely. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was listening to something and they were talking about, hey man, white people in the Bay, man, if they from the area, then they can say, and I'm like, what they do that at? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but they were saying, but, that's, but that's we're that from culture. the South. Yeah. And in the South, you ain't saying that word. Right. Mm-hmm. You may, honestly though, you might, you might say it now. Yeah, it depends also in the South, there's like, there's Southern in this country. Yeah. Right, right B? There's Southern in this country. Would you agree with that? Uh, 100%. So, mm-hmm. you know, a country person might have a white friend they call white something. White David, white Mike, yeah. white Justin. <laughs> we, we have a dude called white boy Justin. And literally, that's how we say his name. White boy Justin. White boy Justin. White boy Justin. <laughs> It was like that. Like, wow, it was okay. never like Justin. It was always like, white Justin, white Justin. Justin. Yeah. He, always, he always, he had gold teeth. He was a country ass dude. And his friends allowed him to say the N word. He was also a, a weed feeling guy. Oh, he was, he was, a blood. He was a blood. And he had dark skin ass black girls. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had, this nigga had N word. Yeah. This <laughs> N word had blue eyes and blonde hair. Like, oh, I was about to say, I thought it was John B. You want John B? Yeah, he wanted John B. Yeah. Well, fellas, fellas, definitely we've been talking that uh, a lot, and we've been getting deep in up in here. Definitely, I want to round it off because we're approaching the hour, past the hour. But every episode, we want to end with the question of honestly, truly, specifically answering the question. The questions I have are, why, from this discussion, why do you think black men catch so much flack from dating outside their race? And also... Do it, what I've gathered is that we step away simply because in our own race we can't really be ourselves. We feel like we're almost put in a box to be a certain type, even within ourselves or dating in our community, also dating women. Like, I say a question. That would be a simple question. Oh, man, that's a, man keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. Keep it simple? Okay, so. I mean, I think that when we talk about why black men kids, you gotta start off say honestly and truly. Well, Honestly and truly, um, I feel like black men kiss much black because we are looked at as the head of our household and the head of our communities. Mm-hmm. So when black women look to us as pillars of strength in that way, and if we're going to take another woman in that role, it looks as if we're stepping out and abandoning them and mm-hmm. not being there in the way that um, you know we perhaps traditionally have been or have, they can look to us to be. Um, and so I think it, looks, it, it feels like a betrayal um, because after being looked down upon by the larger dominant society and certainly um, not being viewed as uh, traditionally beautiful, black women will look to black men for that, um, that support and that uh, uh, gratification and that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, validation. Yes. 
Uh, so when it's not there, it feels that way. And so what was the second part of the question? Uh, the second part, well, the um, the second part is, do you think we step away and date? Do you think we step away and date outside of race because we're not accepted for who we are? I can't speak for, for every black man in that respect. I know that for me, I've been with black women who made me feel like, oh, I could express, I could be very open and vulnerable and very expressive and those who weren't. Um, I think that's a person to person thing that's based on you know the values that you're raised with, the ideology that you have, what seems okay and not um, to you. I think that oftentimes, the thing with a lot of black men that I don't think some of them are willing to admit when they do date outside the race or specifically seek out white women is that there is a certain status that they feel that they get because, oh, look at me, look what I can get. Mm. Um, I've got something that's better than or superior than what I'm, I'm expected to um, because if you think historically white women are looked at as the pinnacle of attractiveness. Yeah. Um, and so being able to capture that is like, oh, look at me, look what I got. And I, I think that that's part of the underlying mentality in a lot of cases, and that's that's a problem to me. I think that's you know that goes back to what we were talking about as far as you know racism and and, and, and feeling as if blackness is something to be looked down upon. Um, but yeah, Lil Lewis, uh, honestly and truly. Honestly and truly, uh, why do black men catch the most black? Uh, I think honestly and truly, after having this conversation and been thinking about things like that for a long time, I think it's because they catch so much flag because the culture is, in a sense, changing. And I think there is a fear of that. I think men in all cultures catch flag. Like, if you're a man and you date outside of your race, you're still going to get it from your race because you're seen as you can be the arbiter of keeping things together. You know, as the man, you should be able to propagate and keep things going in that direction. So when you don't, then you're responsible for this culture not thriving or surviving. You know what I'm saying? It's put upon the men. So I think it's it's for me it's not it's becoming less of a color thing and a it's more of a gender thing. Mm -hmm. As a man, you you have that responsibility for that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's how I feel honestly and truly about that. I think it's because we're men and women feel like it's like yeah, our culture is changing or diminishing, and you are part of the problem instead of being part of the solution. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how I feel about that. And the second question is: um, um, Do you st did you uh, step away? Because uh, you know, you know, we know you're the, the white girl yeah. king. Uh, <laughs> no, you're the white girl king, Lou. But uh, <laughs> did you step away because you didn't feel accepted within the black community, or you know? Also, this is another question specifically yeah. for you. Um, do you feel as though I tell people all the time we don't realize it, but the first naked female we see sexually. I've seen, I think everyone else was a white woman. Yeah, on, on TV, mm -hmm. not on media. Black woman. Uh, and you up in Haiti, man. People walk around naked free. Like, yeah, when yeah, I was growing up, women yeah, were just like bathing. Oh, you'd be like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was my first, mm -hmm. yeah, real like, if you want to say on TV, maybe I think. Sure. But I'd say in the live, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but no, I will say honestly and truly, um, no, it's not the fact that I feel like, uh, Black women are difficult, but because they don't accept me, I'm gonna stray over here. Like I said, again, from the top, I'm attracted to what's attracted to me. I'm more, I'm easy. So if you like me and you're attracted, then I'm, I'm attracted to you. That's as far as I go. Like you were saying earlier, the heart wants what the heart wants, or love is what it is. So I don't put a label on that. And honestly and truly, white women are crazy too. It's not like that's <laughs> relegated to just black women. It's not like, oh, black women are difficult. Just, uh, when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, if I had a white girl, it'd be a lot easier. I'm like, 
what white girls are you dating for? These white girls are trying to evolve. Maybe they're getting more black friends if you want to put that on black women. I don't even want to put that on I just think women are difficult. And that's a completely other fight to have. And that's a completely other topic. But I would say my experience has been women are difficult. So it's not that black women are difficult and white women aren't. White women are difficult. Take it from me who's indulged in that a lot. White women are crazy and difficult and hard yeah. also. You know, yeah. You know, Hadi knows the struggles. I come to Hadi sometimes. He has taught, he's taught me many times off many alleges. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I have it easier. So I wouldn't say that, no, that's pushed me towards that. Honestly, for me, my experience has been I wasn't as accepted. So I was just going towards accepting me. Gotcha. B, you up next. You want the first question? Alright, honestly and truly, uh it's two of them. Honestly and truly the first part is why do black men catch so much flack for dating outside their race? Honestly and truly, I think it's um for some black women, you know, and as just black people, we both understand what the struggle it is in America mm-hmm. and how it is uh to try to make it and the difficulties that we face just because we're black. So once some black women see black men with people outside the race, they feel hurt because like man, you you understand what we go through, um, what we're put through and you kinda of sold us out and they, they get that impression, but that that's not the case. And my particular situation, I would think in most situations it's not that at all. It's just, you know, you're compatible with who you're compatible with, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. Mm-hmm. because they're not actually accepted for who they are. Like, they have to play into the thug role or the macho man role uh, within the community. Yeah, but we grown, man. 
Like mm -hmm. a lot of women, and they, everybody, don't get, everybody don't get sure. Everybody does. Yeah, but the, but the percentage on that. Let me tell you. Let me tell you who's winning right now. Who's that? Black lame ass dudes. Yes, yeah. sir. Why is that? Because black women are realizing that, or have realized that a lot of that shit that they cared about, it ain't making money. It ain't making no more money. <laughs> this man is decent looking, maybe kind of corny. They play tennis and shit, you know what I mean? And oh, they, you they make ass like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they may have gone, oh, that's not the kind of black guy I want to be with. But, you know, growing up, or when they were younger, but now they're going, you got a shit together. Mm. You got good credit. Mm. You know what I mean? You got, you got a nice car. Like, those guys are winning now. Mm. I went to Howard. A lot of lame ass dudes were winning. Mm -hmm. and, I, and now they're like, great jobs, mm -hmm. single, or, or the finest wife. They're like, mm -hmm. damn. How you pull that? Mm -hmm. like, oh, because black women, black women, not yeah. all black women are like a thug. Not all black women mm -hmm. are, they're not one monolith. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, my, my point is, I don't think that um, black men are catching extra slack. Mm -hmm. I think it just feels like, oh man, the good ones are gone. Mm -hmm. The good ones are the white girls. You know what I mean? And like, like you said, Lou, the more you climb up in life, the wider it gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and when you have more access to white people or people who are not black, but, you know, more, I would say, you, you, you may begin to change your interests to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. um, and then that hurts when it's promoted out in the culture. Like, all right, you may have that white girl, he's a good dude. Like, my wife is a black woman, open doors for her, I do all that shit, and I do it in front of people extra, because I'm going to see this is a black man with a black woman mm -hmm. doing the same shit that he would do that you would do for your life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, next question is what? Next question, honestly and truly, do, we, do black men step away from black women because they feel like they couldn't be themselves or they feel... Honestly themselves? and truly, I feel like the, the suckers who do that kind of shit, mm -hmm. they can go. Mm -hmm. Like any kind, like I said, I, I, don't, I don't care for people who don't date within their race, within, whatever their race is, because black people are, are my people are a certain way, so mm -hmm. I don't date them. I don't fuck with that. If you fall in love, if you're a black, fine-ass woman, you fall in love with this Asian guy, so be it. You in love, you're not connected, that's what's happening. I got, I got Blazing cousins, so I'm not, I'm not anti, you know, outside of your race. But my, my, my uncle was nine years younger than his wife. Fell in love with her. She had a kid. He met her in the Philippines and fell in love with her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and they had two more children. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm... I'm I'm all about that, but I don't think I think suckers go for the mm -hmm. go for the the white girl right. or the, the non-black girl because black women are a certain way. Like it's, it's, it's a frail character. Yeah, it's a frail character. Give me a black character. Give me a black card. I'll mm -hmm. give it to my homeboy Jeff. <laughs> or what was the white dude you said earlier? That they know the people down in Atlanta. Oh. oh. Uh, white boy Justin. Why boy Justin gonna pick up the slack? White boy Justin. White boy Justin. I think we all know white boy Justin. Yeah, it is a white boy Justin. I play ball with white boy Justin. Yeah, photos and studying everything. White Mike. You know white Mike. I know white Mike. I know a couple of. Hold on, let me let me knock this out for my 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 honesty and truth. Honestly, truly, do I think black men catch more flag? Yes, I think at the end of the day. We are men, and we, are, and we have extra responsibilities put upon us. I think, unfortunately, black men, we have, um, we're categorized in a negative way. Uh, when we do positive things, that's that individual black man. 
we do negative things, it's like, oh, these Negroes ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's how it works. Like with, with black women, you see Serena Williams, she, which is a beautiful thing because there's a great promotion for great black women out there. She'll win the U.S. Open and say, black girl magic, all black women. And I know black women ain't even been in the same room as a tennis racket. But but when, when, when Barack became president, it wasn't black boy joy. It wasn't black, look at black men. It was Barack. When LeBron did his thing, when LeBron opened up school, it was LeBron. And this is how things are. I'm not knocking that because that's a whole other conversation for another day. Sure. But at the end of the day, I think that's why we get categorized as always stepping out. When the, when the statistics show that, wait, majority black men are marrying black women. Majority black men are having kids with black women. And I so think- The issue really is, it's not, the issue really is it's a lot of single black it is lost in black. But there's also, it's, it's the fame thing. It's the, you touched on that earlier. It's the element of that's what's put out in front of yeah. the culture. It's like, you see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how it's so, 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 yeah. so it doesn't matter the if that 80% is doing it. There's not a whole lot of available black men. It isn't. Well, I mean, we there's still, not a whole lot. We're still I'm, here. I'm, we're still there. That's a bold-faced lie. That's a bold-faced lie. It's a bold-faced lie. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of black women who have access to black men who are on their level. On their level? Like they, they will have to be with, like, they don't, they don't they want to. I got you. They don't they want to often, but they should be dating mm-hmm. the NTA worker who's making $25 an hour, but working yeah. overtime, still pulling down their six figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should be dating that guy. But often, if they don't want to date the guy who works for the, for the transit, you know, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or the garbage it, man. Even though they make good fucking money. Yeah. They make yeah. good yeah. money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're still the workforce in that regard. We're still doing those kinds of post office jobs. Like yeah. it ain't the most glorious. Well, we the most flashy position. culture. Well, let's be real. Black people in general, like you, it's a reason, and it might be because we didn't have it, and we're just approaching it. I mean, you put Bill Gates in, and he got khakis on and some uh, polo. You put a brother just signed to the NBA, bling the hell out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so how many, many fine ass black women you know that work at Netflix, or HBO, or something? A lot. A lot. Yeah, they're single, right? A lot of them are single, right? Uh, I guess, yes. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of them are single, yet, right? Yeah, I know you're not married. And the black men who were there are probably trying to slay half of them chicks. Yeah. But, and, and those are the guys who are on their love. I really ain't met no brother. Uh, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Even though, even though the MTA workers who they pass every day, who they ain't sweating, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's a good dude. It's right. a good guy. He's a good dude. But he ain't there. But he making good money. Right. He just worked. He just worked for the transit. But that just sounds again. That just sounds access. That's again. That's access. That's not in yeah. their yeah. view of uh, their birthright view. So it's like they don't have access to those people. Right. So. Um. All right. Second question from honestly, truly, do we step away? Do black men step away because we feel like we're not accepted within our culture? Uh I think that happens. Uh, honestly, truly. Honestly and truly, I I I do believe that happens. Um, you said, when you say step away, you mean cheat or step outside of their race? Step outside of race. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I realized I was fortunate to see so many different uh, different shades of black women. I feel like a lot of cats that I've run across in L.A. that may grow up as that one black dude in the class and they got maybe one other black girl, two other black girls. Those black girls, however they act, they're all they whole impression uh, of black women. 
So growing up in the South, I was able to see my aunts. It's some things I see uh, girls do, and I'm, I'm kind of confused because I know my cousins, and they're strong black women, because I don't have any sisters. It's close to I have sisters. And, I don't have, uh, and I'm like, why did you do that? Because I didn't know women who think like that. You know what I'm saying? But I got I to gotta keep in mind that they have a different life, different experience that may have led them down that path. So I do believe that happens. I've been fortunate to see all different types of women. I do believe it is. So women that are not, are not good, you know, not good for you. Uh, they don't get called out because I think you just call out black women in general. They'll put you in the realm of, you hate all black women. I'm like, no, fam. I, you know, you can't, you, and that, that's, a, that's a weird thing to me, a very touchy subject. Because we literally hear women say, I hate black men or I hate men, but nobody says, Oh, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Nobody says that's problematic. It's a weird thing. But I do think that happens. I do. Uh, I, I, I wish that every brother out there would see how beautiful and such a wide range of black women are out there, man. And, you know, when it comes down to it, I'm just, I feel, I'm more physically attractive to black women. To be honest with you, give right. me 110 curves and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's a different, it's a different swag. And plus, you know, if they if you can get one that's fine forever too. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but these others, they be getting kind of oh wow, quick. I be like, damn, God damn. Yeah, this is a video, this is a image right now uh, circulating on social media with this fine ass fifty five year old. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're fine. Look, there, there's there's Ooh. several of those that I've seen where I'm like, he's stacking next to a fifty five year old yeah. white person. Ah. 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 It's it's tough, man. But like that's one thing. Asians will they 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 yeah. um they age well too. They age well too. You hear that big? <laughs> I'll just say this, the ass though, but be careful though. Because you like them curves, and I'm telling you, man, why would we be evolving, man? They be, they be getting them curves too. Some of them are buying them. Some of them are buying them. You're from the South. Come on, man. You're from the South. You oh, must no. have seen some things. No, no, no. But I think white girls are just like, oh shit, how is that possible? But by 30, they need to do like this. That thing just goes from turns to something else. Oh, no. We're going to get in that change on the. um. Homecoming hookups. We're gonna talk about that. Homecoming hookups. Uh, the evolution. Uh definitely. That's that's our episode for today. Anybody got some last notes they wanna to say? Last uh, words. Black women, I'm still single, so if y'all wanna give me a shot, I'll let your boy Lou Lewis at Lou on the Boo on the IG. Good, good, good looking. Yeah, yeah where can we find everybody? Uh at Lou on the Lou on IG. It's L U on the L O O. Wait till the microwave. I'm trying to. I'm trying I, was to sit, I was sitting up to better to, to better allow you to plug. That's all. All right. That's it. I'm good. Say one time. That's a Lou on the Lou. L U on the L O O. What about you, Howdy? Excellent. Uh, yeah. This is my name is Howdy Williams at H A R I Williams. <laughs> you can find me uh, J Small J uh, at J Schmizzy. That's at J S C H M I Z Z Y. Uh, <laughs> Platforms at Ashford J T A S H F O R D J T. Once again, it's your boy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Honestly and Truly. We might have said some things that you like, might have said some things that you didn't like, but we answered all the questions honestly 
and true. Right. One. Power.